what's the smack? Up in here, up in here, y'all gon' make my fingers snap. Up in here, up in here, why should I battle across the old man when you can't even defeat a little weak beating pan? You buggy, this is only a beatbox battle, cause in a real battle, I would make you feel rattled. We spit gold often before we start recording and i like i think and i'm yeah. just like oh, damn i wish we i wish we had recorded that well that's that's because i'm s- saying stuff i know nobody but you two will hear so i feel safe saying it <laughs> exactly oh you don't want to get canceled for uh miguel 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 we literally spent like 20 minutes talking about eating pussy <laughs> Okay, no, I'm not worried about getting canceled. I'm just worried about tact. Yeah. Oh no, I've been I've been canceled, I can't be canceled. for eating pussy. I can't. No, I can't. I can't be canceled. I've got no boss anybody can complain to. Nobody tells you what to do. Yeah. Yeah. No. There's. I've been what are you gonna do? Call my mom? Pussy. She'll tell you to go fuck yourself. Mods, 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 mods. He's talking about pussy in the group chat. Mods, mods, mods. Imagine, imagine people calling your mom because. There's no one else they can think of to call to get you canceled. Who else, who else is just not in this movie? Uh, Ant-Man's not in this movie because he's, yeah, he's they, not. They, they're, they're doing Ant-Man too. Well, yeah, they, they have to, they have to set up the Ant-Man story in the background. Like yeah. For his, role. his, he's, his arrival in, in Endgame. Uh, Shang, do, Shang, what if he is in the movie? He's just too small and you can't see him. <laughs> Shang-Chi didn't, didn't exist you know what? yet. Technically not not wrong. Shang Chi, yeah. Well, well. So so someone, some like Twitter, uh, clout brain person is gonna be like, well, you know, if there was a lack of Chinese representation in the End Game and Infinity War, uh, which is which is funny because no one no one wants to watch Simulu. Not even get it, Greta Gerwig. She made him the, the asshole can of fucking Barbie. Yeah, he, I mean, he, I'm, I'm, I mean, the thing is, if you really think about it, the Chinese are overrepresented in reality. So we need to compensate by having fewer of them in the movies. Which was the style at the time? Are there know? any how much, how Asian much? actors in the MCU? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, up to this point, uh, no, I mean, up yeah, to this point. Yeah, oh yeah, no, they uh, they have that uh, they have the uh, has Jimmy Woo shown up yet? You know the. Uh, uh, was he? I don't know. Uh, but no, there was there there was. Uh, no, what's in his the, name in the Howling the next... Commandos? Yeah, uh, there is, yeah, dude. Uh, Hong. Uh, hey, Hong you forgot Wong. Wong. Oh wait, was... wait, Wong. My favorite, actually. Yeah, how did you fucking forget Wong? Your boy Wong. Uh, he's not Chinese though, dude. I'm gonna look this up and his... yeah, but ethnically, he's Chinese American, which is the most important kind of Chinese. He's British. Yeah, I know he's actually British, which is funny. He's, I he's saw not these... even Chinese; he's British. Two British <laughs> Benedicts. Oh yeah, that was. Oh, I mean, that's what got me. It's was... like he's he's got the same name as the other actor in the thing, first name, and then his last name is the name of his character. Like that's just the, the statistical anomaly of that. Oh damn, he plays he plays Kublai. Kai. He plays Kublai Kai in the Netflix Marco Polo series. That sounds sick. That's how, I don't want to. Wa- um, I don't want to watch these movies anymore. I want to. Is the does anyone know oh, if the Netflix rad, yeah. Marco Polo series? Is no, good? but there was the there was also the the lady the lady doctor and in in Ultron. I want to smoke weed and learn about Xanadu. Uh, oh yeah, actually, what's really funny is uh, in the comics, like she's the mom of like a really important. She's the mom of the Asian Hulk. There's an Asian Hulk. There's an Asian Hulk. There's an Asian Hulk. <laughs> 
What's a Chinese Hulk? He's the totally awesome Hulk. I forget what his, his <laughs> he was Amadeus Cho. He was a he was a supporting character in the Hulk comics for a while. He was like a like a super genius. Uh, it was actually genuinely kind of uh, fun. He would hang out with, He would hang out with Hercules, and he had like a like a modded Game Boy that he used to like hack stuff or whatever. Um. And then they turned him into the Hulk because nobody has any ideas anymore. Well, you just you just need more Hulks, you know, She Hulk, He Hulk, They Hulk, Asian Hulk. They have a they have Australian a funny line Hulk, in Immortal Hulk. The most racist Hulk. I uh, that Immortal. would be a uh, uh, Boston Irish Hulk. <laughs> that's the most oh, you have racist. no idea how racist Australians are. They they are. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's true. Masters of racism. They're very good at it. There's a line in the Hulk comics where, uh, to emphasize how like peaceful the Bruce Banner persona is, they make a joke that uh, that that he plays Minecraft on peaceful mode. Okay, man, I support the strike and all, but like, man, writing sucks these days. I I, I like the I like the series. Yeah, it's the product I, of the of the the business itself. If you're gonna yeah, make know, a I Minecraft know. reference, there's worse Minecraft references you can make. Do you think the Minecraft guy he must have like a rectangular dong, right, with like two little voxel balls? So you're talking about Notch for a second. I'm like, no, I think he has like the. No, I am. I'm, I'm talking about Notch. Talking Notch. About Notch that. must oh. have a perfectly rectangular penis. And a square and little cute. Do you know he balls. lives? Do you know he lives in Beyonce's house? Yeah. Oh yeah. Famously, oh. he has the stale. He has the candy room, and all the candy is like stale yeah. and gross. Yeah. And he just he throws parties that he doesn't even attend, and and then he just spends all day. Is he still spending all day on Twitter? Like this is all kind of like five year old. Oh, dude! You know he's all over Elon Musk Twitter, dude. He's a racist Swede. Oh yeah, not, he's a fucking... not not should have been Thanos. <laughs> yeah. In my does he does he look like Joss Whedon? In my head, he looks like Joss Whedon. He, he kind of does a little bit. He, look, he, he looks he also kind of looks like not, Joss Whedon. Notch is younger than either of them, but he kind of looks like a cross between Joss Whedon and Kevin Smith. From what I remember, unless he's changed his appearance substantially lately. Okay, so Notch has not tweeted in two days. It's over. Uh, He's dead. <laughs> the universe needs to be in balance. I need to kill yeah. half of the universe because we're running oh, out of he's, resources. Actually, hold on. In a in a surprise twist, he's actually. Uh, oh wait, no, never mind. I read things wrong. I, 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 he's replying to someone that was anti Musk Twitter by being like, "Well, actually, I've been really enjoying Musk Twitter." He uh, would. He would. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, dude, he's a racist, sweet, like, didn't he have, like, a breakdown during the George Floyd protest? Because he was like, black people aren't supposed to do that. Like, you're supposed to, <laughs> like, be making my candy, you know? I mean, I he's, we should... the whole concept of black people is just really hard for Swedish people to understand, I think. Uh, it's like, they yeah, see them as, they... like, there is a magic man and he is made out of chocolate. All right, we gotta, we gotta actually talk, start the episode. Yeah. 
Well, okay, so well, cool. here, what, what we're doing, folks, so welcome to Marvelous or the Death of Cinema. It's our Avengers Infinity Ward episode. Uh, Infinity Ward? No, they, I, you're the guys who make comedy. Infinity oh, War. Fuck, um, dude, I would love, I would love, let's hop on, <laughs> dude, crossbows only. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, Tyrell James, a.k.a. Discourse Stew. I'm Nicole. Hi. I'm, I'm Cole <laughs> Netscape. And uh, what, what, what you've just been listening to for the last few minutes is... Uh, our attempt to show rather than tell the experience of watching this movie, which is really just like kind of a lot of noise and chaos and references to things that you don't understand or forgot about because you weren't paying attention. No, n- no, you're not entirely accurate because you would need to have uh, just momentarily every like half hour. Or so you hear me going, ah, ah. Fourth strength, fourth Sam leather belt. Someone's gonna download this episode <laughs> and isolate those clips. <laughs> oh no! Don't do that! Don't do that! That is for Chris Evans and Chris Evans only. Ugh. Well, no, I, I meant the 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 experience of watching this just for anybody. Yeah, um, is except except it would require like us to have like 50 podcast guests and each one comes in with no introduction says one thing and then leaves with no outro <laughs> i kind i kind of want to do that for the end game episode <laughs> i think that would be yeah, really pull, funny all your twitter all your twitter podcaster connections <laughs> it's just stacked <laughs> yeah yeah just get uh uh miguel bleep these out just get Oh, don't forget. And, and, oh, and if we got, it'd be like super controversial because like everybody hates her and thinks she's a fucking dumbass. But we could really profit off of it. I think we could ride the clout. Um, yeah, we could ride the clout. Uh, she's supposed to debate, and it's being moderated by. And so, uh, Infinity War uh, one. It's not infinity, although it feels like it at times. Uh, two, not a war. There's kind of a battle, not much of a war. Uh, very misleading title. I'm very upset. Um, I want my money back. I didn't spend any money on this, but I want it back anyway. You know, it's my funny time that is they called money. it Infinity War because uh, the Infinity War comic has absolutely nothing to do with this movie whatsoever. It doesn't even have that much to do with Thanos. He's like the secondary antagonist in it. And it's like. But Cole, the, there, the, there's the glove and the glove has the jewels. The, in it. Okay. The, 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 the infinity, jewels. the infinity gauntlet isn't even in infinity war. Isn't it? Isn't that what he's wearing? No. Oh, no, not an infinity infinity war. Oh, has, in the comic is, in infinity war. The comic is more about. Uh, is more a resolution of Adam Warlock's story than actually like Thanos is the is the antagonist in the first issue, and then there's a bait and switch reveal that it's Thanos is being played by like a or being like like con by the the Magus who is the evil Adam Warlock from the future where he doesn't kill himself. Oh, that's what's and, his name that got introduced in Guardians in, in Three. Liverpool, I don't like yeah. it. Oh, Will Poulter. Yeah, he's got he. he it's so he funny. Has, the, he's always the, like super pinched. The premise of Adam Warlock in the comics is that he is the the supreme life form. He is he is the closest that man that humankind can get to God using science. And 
in the MCU, he's like a guy that's like kind of too pouty and looks like the 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 kid that eats eats his boogers in the back of class. <laughs> oh, so like, that's like um, uh, Ozymandias and Watchmen tier casting. Yes, except at least like at least that guy could speechify. Yeah, that's true. This guy, I mean, I haven't seen the movie. I'm sure he's fine. Oh, I'm, sure I'm, sure I'm sure. I, I'm sure I'll hate it. Just because it's not the version that's in my head, but I'm sure he's. But what what makes a warlock different from a sorcerer or a wizard? Gayer. Or a mage. Gayer. I think a warlock is specifically like a like a male witch. It's like a like a exactly commit, gayer like, malicious 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 magic, and they're not. They don't have a pussy. Uh. All right. Yeah. Well, well. Speaking of of disappointments, uh, let's let's go roundtable everyone's reaction or ex- previous experience with this fucking movie. Because, oh boy, it's all led up to this uh, in the almost two years of this podcast. Um, you know, we've we've gained a new black friend, much like Captain America. Uh, some things have changed. Some things. Does have this mean that Nicole is going to die, and I'm going <laughs> to replace you? but um nicole's gonna die using time travel i got the infinity gauntlet i'm I'm using it for racism Um, how the hell does he time travel in that movie Uh, sorry we haven't gotten to that movie yet but um Stu, this was you hadn't seen it before i never seen it before by the time yeah, by I the time this, this came, came I mean, this out. came out when I was in high school. I had to see it. I was twenty-seven. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, was, I, I, think I took several. Movie. I think I took several women to see this movie. Oh my God. Not, did not get any pussy. From yeah, your ass wasn't going to the theater to see this too. You were no, no. I was so like I was well into the like all this shit sucks and I don't care and I don't want to see it. Um, but it was before I had the idea to watch them uh, for content purposes. Uh, and I was right. It was exactly what I expected, but even worse. In, in just, just generally even less entertaining than I thought it would be. But basically, yeah, we, we all the same. We all watched this together. We did the uh, we did a commentary, a very long commentary, because this movie is like just it's about, infinitely like, two and a half long. hours. Yeah, um, and, and it feels and, longer. Like it, I've I've watched much. Like I mean, Lawrence of Arabia is like four hours long, and this movie feels ten times longer than Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah, so it. Um, I I had seen I had obviously seen this movie before. I actually saw it in like real IMAX with um, my group of friends, and I I I want to say I saw this with Violet. Uh, shout out to Violet. Violet, I love you and I miss you. Um, and. It was it was a fucking event for people. There was it was like a like a late night screening too. It was like nine ten o'clock or something, and there was like a line like to get into the IMAX. It was like that insane. Um, uh, but like like we've theorized and and just outright stated a lot on this podcast, these things have such a cotton candy half life to them. Um, and yeah, upon revisiting it. Um, a all my previous criticisms, like my main criticism when I saw this was it was there's not enough fucking Chris Evans in it, and I I completely stand by stand by that completely upon rewatch. But also, the movie's not good. <laughs> so 
Yeah, it's that's the what? thing about this is it's not even like mid. It's it's bad. It's a bad movie. I mean, I wouldn't say it's I wouldn't say it's like the movie I didn't hate bad? it and I wasn't bored. Despite was, the fact that I, despite the fact that you guys were doing your like Muppets in the balcony bit the whole time. Like I, I was never really bored, but it's just like, you know, the beauty of hindsight and considering how how first of all, I get way more pussy than I got. Considering the hype that surrounded this movie before it came out and even the enduring love for it, it is just it is it is nowhere near as good as people say it. It's like this, I have very similar feelings to this as I did upon like revisiting Winter Soldier where it's just like, oh, I, it's, it's so good. It's all hype. Like, and I mean, hype is powerful. If you're, if you're framed to be really excited about something, then that'll like do a lot of work at least the first time through in a, you know, especially I can see in a theater with all the people hooting and hollering every time their particular favorite guy gets his like three minutes on screen to do. You heard it here first folks. Stu hates when people talk during the movie. I mean, I'll no, no, I'm, no, what I'm saying is, is it, is it, is, is like, like saying. that you get, you, you get the energy, like, you know, we're all susceptible to hype if you aren't preemptively like trying to stave it off. Um, yeah, which I do. I've I've made my mind into a perfect titanium cube by uh, eliminating my capacity for excitement or joy. But it's made me very, very. Oh, smart. yeah. No, dude, I don't enjoy anything <laughs> anymore. Dude, fucking like th- my life sucks. Everything's awful. Fucking. I actually what I've what I've noticed from doing this podcast is it's made my my issue with like delaying gratitude even worse. It's like delayed I delayed gratitude, so you'll like call someone up like a year after you, they buy you dinner and say thank you. Yeah, yes. that's just blue balling. <laughs> no, like I like I like I straight up had like a edge play. A, yeah. And that's what this movie is. The the entire movie is just an edge because it's two acts of a three act movie. Everybody like in, in in a normal movie, everybody would die an hour in. And then by the end of the second hour, they're all brought back to life. But instead, we just do the first two acts in a movie and it'd make you yeah, wait a year to watch a three hour long third act. It's not even because like you can the, make more money like the Matrix <laughs> two and the Matrix three, where it's like you get a complete story, but it sets up the final antagonist in the last, you know, 30 minutes of the previous film this film just spends the entire time like talking about how thanos is coming and he's gonna fuck everything up and then he's on earth for all of 10 minutes is incredibly successful at his job because the avengers are all 45 he he walks he walks through (laughs) a a gentle wooded path about 40 feet while a bunch of our main characters throw themselves at him one by one, and then he just kind of knocks them into a tree. And that's the climax of the movie. It's and this is what kills me about all these movies is these characters, they can fly and make portals and shoot lasers and have guns and do all this shit. And the fights boil down to just fucking like some shit out of uh, a WB TV show. Um, the only the only yeah. character to have interesting fight scenes in the film is Dr. Strange. And so, and, and they, I think the movie realizes that 
but also realizes that he's taxing the CGI budget because every yeah. single fight yeah. he gets knocked out like halfway through. Yeah. yeah. It's you also because he's he's yeah. so powerful that they're like uh he could win if we don't contrive if if we let him if we if, if he's on screen for too long, we can't think of a way for him not to win. Because yeah, he's so um, fucking Doctor Strange is so much more powerful than any other yeah, someone, like main Marvel guy. <laughs> someone clocked like like the part. Um, I don't. I, are we saying fuck to even trying a, a plot synopsis for it? But I just want to here. I'll I'll attempt the plot because actually, there, uh, it is one of those movies where a lot yeah. happens and nothing happens. Let me let me just get before I forget. Um, before my mind uh, does the snap on these two thoughts, I just want to get them out there. One. And and this was like a both this was like a mutually like a loom brain illuminating moment where I said like this movie feels like a D and D campaign derogatory. Yeah, no, actually, um, you uh you you saw the face of God when you said that you were that that's a really good way of describing the like uh self con like like the what we call soy dialogue. This is the movie. This is the yeah. movie where soy dialogue quote unquote really crystallizes. Um, yes, that first half hour especially, and oh, fuck, I already forgot what my second point was. The issue, the issue with these movies in particular, is that in concept, I can see almost all of them working. You know, it's like I, I don't want to like I don't want to say there is a good movie in Infinity War. There isn't. But if you completely destroyed the production and then just went back to the rough idea of like making a movie where the entire film is just them trying to slow down an unstoppable antagonist, that is an interesting movie. It's not that though, because the movie has to keep like like coming up with bullshit reasons as to why he's bouncing from Earth and space and fucking yeah, the, well, the, the whole, dark jungles of Africa and fucking the, the moon. And, they they need to put every familiar character and set piece and thing from each of these Marvel movies into this movie. So you just get like, it's like the first half of the movie is just a series of like three minute vignettes that are in the rough style of the movies those characters come from. So you get like yeah. three a three minute pastiche of Doctor Strange, a three minute pastiche of Guardians of the Galaxy, whatever, um, and they're all just like very kind of uh, crudely stitched together, and the whole the whole movie just teleports in a lot of cases literally uh, characters where the plot needs them to be to for this whole tangled mess to kind of seem like it's coming together. So. Um, you know, the, the the movie starts, Thanos shows up, blows up the ship with all of the Thor Ragnarok um, refugee uh, uh, movie, Asgardians on it. And uh, this movie undoes uh, just about every movie we've been watching for the last. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's character arcs get nullified or reset because this movie has no other ideas with what to do with the characters. It's kind of a beautiful microcosm of comic events in the way. Yeah, it is. They've they've replicated everything bad about comics without any of the good stuff, without any of the like good in, without, you know, like the fun art or interesting concepts or imagination, but just all the marketing bullshit and bad plotting. Yeah. Um, again, so so Chris Evans, like the Hulk gets launched across space and just lands back on Earth exactly when they need him. Uh, uh, Thor just drifts through space 
and the Guardians of the Galaxy happen to smack into him with their ship right when they need him to. Just over and over and over, everybody just appears where the plot needs them to be in a way that feels... It's like you know, when you watch The Simpsons and they just make one of those it's a cartoon sitcom, stuff just happens jokes, which yeah. like, you can get away with in a sitcom because that's the point. And they just do that without a joke or uh, lampshading much in this movie. Um, yeah, so much which of is it, you know not a the, sitcom. Yeah, to 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 crudely interrupt for a second, a lot of this like really relies on sort of the abstract logic that goes with a lot of these things. Like especially, I was thinking like especially we were it was like starting to break, especially around the point where like Peter Parker just goes up into space with his suit on. It's like, yeah. bro, your head would explode at that. Well, it's, it's that thing where it's like, because they need Iron Man to be, uh, well, one, they just need him to be able to go from being Iron Man to Robert Downey Jr. in his like normal clothes, just back and forth instantly. He has uh, another, they need to make him powerful enough to be threatening to Thanos to, to like elevate him to the level of like the cosmic guys. Um, the, he he just off screen invents a whole new nanotechnology where his suit just appears around him magically, and then he gives one to, to Spider Man as soon as he needs one. Like it's just like to every time fair, they, they they run to into. To be fair, they did foreshadow that in Spider Man Homecoming, but it was stupid and bad there too. Yeah, so, but yeah. it's just the the uh, the the Deus Ex Machina contrivance is just very lazy. It's not, it's not a complaint about realism. It's just a complaint about the kind of just, Oh, we've run into a plot obstacle, but we'll just like grab the first thing off the shelf without thinking too hard about it. That just makes the story feel sloppy and lazy. And, and that kind of sloppiness and laziness and arbitrariness undercuts the stakes because you just know that, Oh, just things will just happen when the writers want them to happen. There's no illusion of, consequence and cause and effect um i actually want to mildly disagree with you here only in that i don't think it's the writers it's the the producers because there's a sort certain like really this you can you're able to decode this entire film if you look at okay I was, oh, yeah, yeah not the writers to, per se but the, the 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 plotting i guess more than the writing yeah because the writers the, at this point are just hired to uh fill in the dialogue bubbles <laughs> Basically, yeah. This it's funny. This movie destroys all of the ca the character arcs that so many characters yeah. are building up to. Iron Man just, three like, introduces, didn't fucking happen. Just introduces a bunch more out of like out of like pitches. It's essentially pitching movies at you. You know, Thor meets the Guardians of the Galaxy because we want him. To, we want them to be in Thor four. You know, yeah. Uh, fucking. Um, Iron Man and Spider-Man have to have tender moments together because he's the only Avenger people give a shit about. Uh, not it, true. Him and, not it's, true. It's the, it's the passing of well, the no. torch because they know with Robert I mean, Downey I mean, Jr., Spider-Man's their From Tom their Holland's anger. perspective. It's like, yeah. It's like, it's like, fucking, what the fuck, care, what the fuck does, is Spider-Man going to do with Thor? They, they'd have to actually write something with that. They can't just yeah, true. coast okay, off true. of... I thought, I thought yeah. you meant in general, because I was like... No, <laughs> no. It's like, okay, we have to make... It's like, okay, we have to make Wanda like crazy and evil three movies down, so uh, she has even more BPD from the last time we saw her. 
um, you know, we have to fucking set up like Black Panther's nation as being like the home of the Avengers. You know, we have to fucking we have to set up like I don't know Hawkeye and Black Widow being friends again or something. I don't know. Ho- oh, Hawkeye's not even in this. He's not in this. Yeah, he's just. I just oh, realized that. Right. J- Jeremy Renner was too busy running his app. How the fuck was <laughs> Hawkeye not in this? Oh, that's He's right. The They're gonna give the him. One. I forgot. He gets a the, show. The, I think, around the next this time. one. Well, no, the next one is the one. No, he gets a show after Endgame. The next one is the one where they. The, the, that's when they tried to they give liter- him the yeah. the leading man push, and he is one of the focus POV characters of Avengers Endgame. Oh. Uh, it opens on him. Also, it literally cold opens on him. He started a band around this time. That was when the Jeremy Renner app was too. Was right after oh. Endgame. Miguel, please, Miguel, please clip in a little audio from whatever the fuck Jeremy Renner's band is. I bet it's awful. Another birthday. Wish I could kiss your pretty face. No, I've let you down. I hate to let you down. It's it's just Imagine Dragon. Do you know that Renner Renner is literally just German for runner? I fucking hate those fake ass English. Do you know? How the fuck do, do you do you remember David Schwimmer Ross from Friends? Yeah, you'll never guess what his name means. Yeah, yeah, it's just like German is so funny because half they the words are just him, like the English version of the word with a German accent. Like they drink should put is him trinked. in in the MCU. I don't know who he would play, but he should be someone. He would fit right in because yeah. I mean, tonally, all this stuff is closer but to an he's episode like, of Friends than it is to anything. Else. What's funny is he's like try, he's like a serious actor now. Like he was in the uh, the OJ show. I actually like him that? in the OJ show. Yeah, this show was I'm not, great, nothing against dude. David fucking, Schwimmer. I just don't like Ross from Friends. <laughs> no, actually, no Ross from Friends in the MCU would be epic like that would that would be my deadpool <laughs> that would be that, like especially epic. it would be it would be awesome especially if you just like you guys just, i can't save the world today i'm supposed to go on a date with rachel yeah my ass didn't Ross. watch friends i'm not that white i've seen so much friends i mean i was a so child bad. i was a how have you seen Friends? Like, I was a child in my the mom 90s. It was just it. on all the time. Like, it was just... My mom liked it. And then it, I, I remember it was on Netflix and she, I would binge it with her. It was it was for, cool, though, because there's a lot awful. of episodes where... um No, it's terrible. But there's a lot of episodes where uh, Jennifer Aniston didn't wear a bra. That was cool. All right. Segue, segue. No, I know, I know because I think she... I think she, like... I don't know if it was, like a, like a like, an accusatory article or if it was just in general. But she would, she's like, oh yeah, the set designers would like hide our bras and like turn the ACs down like all the way to like make her nip out. Oh my on god, the... Jesus Christ. Like they knew what they were doing. Yeah. The high beams were on. Sexual harassment in the workplace. That's what they were doing. Yeah, but I mean like it's, it's, it's exploitative, but like it was like, it's, that's like TV PG sexuality, right? Like they, they, people who make TV shows like knew how to push the line exactly up to the point, right? They should do that in the MCU, but like, for the but go- like for the guy, like just have like RDJ's weird, weird fucking body just nipping out. Oh my out. god! It, oh, if Chris Evans it showed like, his cock, 
This this if if no, Chris Evans was... showed his cock in this movie, this would be an automatic five stars. <laughs> I was I was I was trying to make a joke about like the sitcom nature of the MCU and also how like RDJ loves to wear like form fitting like uh, Under Armour shirts in these movies. That's Chris Evans. You're describing Chris Evans. It's all of them. He's, he he it's wears Under Armour. It's, yeah. it's just product no. placement for Under Armour. Yeah, it's just pr- yeah. It was fucking the Russos. It was the Russos. We we clocked him in in Winter Soldier. He was the fucking one who made the decision. Let's just put Chris Evans, uh, Steve Rogers, in fucking Under Armour. He's not he's not dressing like an old sexy old man anymore. That would be so sick if they were all if they were just all wearing wearing Under Armour. Like they go to the Guardians of the Galaxy and like he's like, dude, I can't I can't step outside without my New Balances on, like in fucking space. (laughs) You've never been to Earth. What the fuck? Well, no, he he was he lived on Earth till he was like eight or whatever. Uh, okay, but his New Balances that he's stepping out yeah, on, yeah, in this I know, or brand new, wouldn't fit. I dropped my bong on the floor. Jesus, it didn't break. You're, it's fine. Oh my god, gonna, you're, you're gonna you're gonna spill bong water. <laughs> no, it's it's fine. It was empty. It was it was cleared. Uh, well, well, you rectify like that gun. situation. I'm gonna refer to the run sheet to see if we can steer this back on. Well, that's the thing. Um, that's that. That's what this watching this movie is like. It's just so many things are happening, but none of it is really consequential or adds up to anything. It's it's the illusion of having a story. <laughs> oh, okay. Everyone, well, everyone psyop themselves into thinking this movie was good. Yes, I, yes. I, fucking, that's let's talk about the hype because I think I think more than the movie itself. Yeah, like similar to to similar to like. Last Jedi um, discussion. I think a, a, a substantial part of what we'd like to discuss here is just how inflated people's love and uh, awe and appreciation, dare I say, of this movie is just inflated hype. And um, people, people came out of this saying like. Wow, this this really you know I don't I haven't even liked a lot of the latest MCU movies. So this one was really good and really had emotional stakes, and I teared up and cried. like I don't know how anybody could have an emotional response to anything in this movie. Yeah, Stu, so you got? Do you mind if it's I run through some of the 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 bullet points you made in the in the doc? Oh yeah, I've I've or, I've or, uh, I've bulleted so many points. Uh, or uh, Cole, hold on, you had a you had a you had something to spit. the last of these movies anyone watched was like spider-man homecoming and then before that it was like the first or second avengers film so they like have an emotional attachment to robert downey jr and tom holland so seeing seeing him die in 4k was like holy shit yeah sister you thought you you just like we always do now last minute fucking wikipedia ass research uh you found like uh, an article the title of which is uh the avengers infinity war debuts footage at d3 and we are still shaking uh (laughs) there's a ton of these like these are cited in the wikipedia article um and i mean wikipedia is like the thing most people will look at about anything uh, at first so this is like the canonical like uh initial build-up for the movie's release and you look at so I want to look at this guy um, who wrote this article, and when I mean article by article I mean an ad because that's what it's it is. Cl- it's on it's a, Cinema cl- Blend. It's a listicle. 
Yeah, it's yeah. like BuzzFeed asked, uh, quote unquote, scare quotes, but, uh, parentheses journalism. But the, so this is this is written by Eric Eisenberg, who's now assistant managing editor at Cinema Blend in charge of the like uh, reviews, film reviews That's section. His, Graduate of Boston his, University. His, yeah, and his bio says what he's excited about right now is 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 just waiting for the next Stephen King adaptation and, and being thrilled by the five phase five and six slates of the Marvel Cinematic Universe oh, and all of his articles. Mind Institute. <laughs> so this guy, this guy puts out like an article, one to two articles a day, oh, and they're God. all like that's AI um, shit. He's not writing those. The Rock movies, a list of upcoming films starring Dwayne Johnson. That is, that is being like, I get being an MCU diehard around this time because in the, if you don't read comics, these movies still seem good to you at this time, but being a phase five and six diehard, like motherfucker, they're, they're a wet they're brain. Doing like she, yeah. They're doing like she Hulk and secret invade. Like the, the MCU fans that I talk to aren't even excited about five and six. Like, that is some fucking Japanese island holdout shit. Well, it's just like all I just wanted to go through some more of them. It's like every this is from 15 days ago. Every Marvel movie to date ranked Dune Part Let's, Two. Nine things are excited to see adapted in the sci-fi epic sequel. Send me. Send I don't me know stuff if you read the book. Like this stuff. All of all of this stuff is just, and I mean, like I'm just using this as an example of because, like, you just like you go to any like entertainment news website or just any google search result and it's just mountains of this stuff this 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 threadbare dead-brained capital c content that's just ads vaguely disguised as something resembling like criticism or previews or reporting and there's just mountains and mountains of this stuff that 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 people are just pumping out at a at a at an industrial rate Again, like this guy puts up two of these a day most days. Yeah, um, there's um and I think you know what that's making because there was an article that ran, I think in the Guardian, which is usually like just a, you know, a rag you'd use to like, you know, wipe your ass with, but um the the point of the article was just like Oh yeah, fuck fuck the Guardian, of, man. The way they, the, Guardian, the way they but, did Jeremy Corbyn dirty, fuck the Guardian. But but the, yeah, no, they made a good point about like how sort of like film critics like really object objective like, you know, scholarly film critics are no longer what sort of the uh like engagement or oh like yeah I, economy it's now like I influencers who get like yeah. you know paid in merch and shit and you know like like you know mr beast type like you know subpar uh fucking intellect like clout chasers yeah. well because yeah they, uh, they they just they trade they hype up a thing and then they get money in merch and exclusive access this is actually what this is is the games media, the, the the logic of the games media, of enthusiast media, where it would start, like, uh, like we'll just digress just for a minute. Uh, the games media started as a mix of, like, hobbyist media. So it's people that are just fans of a thing, writing about the thing as fans, you know, very kind of generally, like, very uncritically, except in, like, the sort of the more nitpicky and insular ways. Or media like Nintendo Power or something produced by the industry itself to advertise itself and, and creating a fandom identity around itself that way. Um, and the way games media worked is either you worked directly for the industry or you were an 
a fan of the industry, even if you're critical of like this or that game or whatever, and you got rewarded by it to be favorable toward it and to buy into the ideology, it's kind of cynically or yeah. not. Yeah, and it's a whole genre of people. No. And I mean, there's always been obviously influence and 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 stuff in all entertainment media, always. Like, you know, payola is a goes all the way back to the fifties and stuff. But uh the, what we've seen here is just, again an intensification of that along the lines of what we saw with see uh, with the games industry, um, where the consolidation of media, the huge amounts of money, uh, and, and the kind of the declining uh, influence or respect for any one kind of individual critic has resulted in this just um, again this just industrial production of hype for the sake of hype. Um, I was watching uh, the Kimono Friend Zone stream shout out, and uh, they were watching those skibbity toilet videos. It's just kind of like uh, a lark. <laughs> yeah. And and they were watching these videos. It was like these TikTok guys who would sit in the corner and and they would watch the videos. And then these like two grown men would pretend, very blatantly, fakely pretend to be all excited and hyped up for the videos and for the lore that had been invented, not in the videos, but around them by fandom and by other people. Like just this this industry of regurgitating meta content where you just slap yourself over something else. And, and, you know, not, I mean, I guess this we're kind of pro, guilty of that too, but at least the like, toilet podcast, you know, the, the, the actual, like as the actual thing is irrelevant. It's just existing to be this middleman of, 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 of hype and, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not amalgamate. Ag- it's like a middleman of hyping and aggregating content. And then branding it and putting your face on it and using your position as a, an amplifier of uh of of social media impressions and views to to uh leverage yourself as a a a, a commodity to to just like i can get so many you know by chasing trends i can get so many eyeballs on a thing or appear to be putting eyeballs on a thing maybe it works the other way around a lot of the time and then therefore i can get money and stuff from big corporations and having like an actual perspective or criticism or God forbid, like you just make original independent art isn't really rewarded by this consolidated, uh, hyper commercial algorithm driven media environment. Um, so yeah, you just get, yeah, you either have influencers or below them, you have these just largely anonymous, uh, manufacturers of yeah. content who who are the only types of people who are actually really at immediate risk of losing their jobs to AI. Yeah. Can I um just before we sort of uh broach it, because I, I would like Cole to go into sort of the 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 comics lore of, of Thanos because it's so much more interesting than what they do here. It's, I, oh it's way more interesting than what they do. Can I the can I read through just I have two two of the top reviews on on Letterboxd, which um is also I would I would I as a day literally daily letterbox user I will say letterbox kind of like bears some responsibility in this sort of like conflation between like criticism and like fandom hyping it, so yeah because it's 
Yeah, it's it's sort of social media, but it is like kind of exclusive to people who at least imagine themselves as like film people. So I'm I'm gonna give just like two what I would say like just two perfect examples of sort of the like dual kind of uh, uh, the two types of responses this movie got because it was fucking critically acclaimed. Like this this still has like a, a three point nine average on letterbox which is like i know it's it's you know it's not a big deal it's just a website but like it's just keep that in mind so so this this one this is like i think maybe the third most popular uh it's a 4.5 out of 5 and it's it's it it reads as like a, a buzzfeed list where it's like best things about this movie um uh miguel add some like number one Tony calling that ugly alien Squidward. Number two, quote, I'm going to ask you this one time, where's Gamora? Wait, actually, I thought that was funny. Uh, Cut that, Miguel. Number. (laughs) Yeah, maybe just pick a, just pick like a few highlights. Uh, We don't need to. Uh, Number seven. Okoye, Natasha, and Wanda teaming up to kill one of Thanos' minions and snatching my wig! This is a white woman, by the way. Uh, Then she says the worst things about this movie that make me want to break into Marvel HQ and murder them all John Wick style. Uh, Number one, Loki's death, even though I'd already predicted it. Well, well... Guess what? You got a TV series to watch. Uh, number two in all caps. Gamora fucking deserved better. Zoe Saldana was getting a bag though. I'm proud of her. Number six. Not even the legend Nick Fury himself survived. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Key smashing. Yeah, so that's... That's one end of the spectrum. The other end is what I would say, I I think this is worse because this is a person that is like talking about this movie as if he like watched a Tarkovsky movie or something. Let me just, and this it's, it's so, so bullshit from the first sentence. And, And Miguel add some like sophisticated, like, of the Marvel brand. The mountain will never rise as high as this ever again. An economic filmic version of their press conferences where they reveal their lineup of the next three years of product. Avengers Infinity War is a pop culture construction, and yet it's wholly satisfying beyond the typical measures of commercial success and iconography. This is built in those ways, yes, but it carries a sinister sense of mortality along with its heroes. It's also really great that Marvel realized hardly any of these characters can support narratives on their own, so why not throw them all together and battle a complex, harrowing villain who is, on first glance, one of the best in recent movie history, for once, and actually offer consequences? Uh, skipping ahead. Spoiler alert, no, he doesn't. The MCU built, piece by piece, will never be the same, precisely because what once worked and flourished is now outdated, aged, and tired. 
If anything, the Russo brothers are commenting on the standardized MCU form just as much as the vanilla setting and lack of risk. This massive adventure odyssey, which explodes with color, takes the viewer across the cosmos, checking the boxes as usual and running on schedule, and then it drops the kicker. Spoiler alert, we're all going to die one day, but the sun still shines, pain and beauty, together in a blockbuster. Dude, that sucks. <laughs> she watched a much better movie than I did. It, it kills me to uh, to refer to it as like, oh, it's it's like the filmic version of one of their press conferences. Like, it's a good thing. I mean, she's right, but that's bad. <laughs> no, that sucks. That's that's like, come on, come on. This is I even when I like these movies, and I like a couple. Like, we, it's we it's it's you. not. It's it's not that fucking serious, dog. It's really not that fucking serious. It's it's just I don't know. I don't I don't really understand. I mean, I guess in the abstract, I understand like hype and just exposure, and you know, like the, the original Avengers being a basically decent movie with a likable cast. But still, I, I don't. I feel like. Anybody with a working brain is going to go back and like, if they rewatch any of these movies now, uh, especially like these, the event crossover movies, they're, they're, they've got to be like really disappointed, right? Like there's no way this. Oh, I mean, this review is from like when it came out. So for all I know, they're, I I don't think they've watched it again. And I, their opinion is probably changed. Mine certainly would like as uh, if you're listening to this and you're the author of of either of these reviews, um, just know that like, you know, it's all in jest, and you know your your feelings are probably not the same anymore. Because there's a reason, like a lot of the people, like even people like mutuals on Letterbox, like who rated this high, like gave this high scores, have not revisited it since. Well, I mean, how could you? Because it doesn't yeah. stand alone as a movie. You can't exactly. just sit down. Because I mean, like lots of movies are sequels or whatever, but you can like sit down and just watch mm-hmm. them on their own um, without it, uh, and and still have like a a a decent exp- and have like a coherent experience. But, like you can't just watch. You can't just pop this movie in and watch it as, as its own movie and have a good time. You have to be like the only way you could really enjoy it is as like the culmination of like an eighteen movie fucking week-long marathon i think you can and, and, watch this on your own but yeah are, with a caveat you're probably also watching the uh the sequel i think you could do infinity war and endgame i mean it would still suck and the movie would be awful but i mean you could but you'd have to have like like a, a child's brain they where you're just like oh it's it's, it's iron man i love iron man Oh, yeah, yeah, it's Iron Man. Make fight. Uh, oh, you go, go get a new hammer. hammer. You go fight him. Like, like I don't know. I just, I don't. The second most expensive movie ever made, at least when it came this... out. Hold on, let and me get the official sure number. Sure as hell doesn't look like it. It. No, they, they completely, they, the climax of this movie is ostensibly the climax of Black Panther again. Yeah, it's, it's it's the exact same location. Yeah, this again, movie costs like we, nearly like estimated at max like four hundred million dollars, and I wouldn't be surprised considering it came out that like Disney was vastly underselling 
how much their movies cost. I wouldn't be surprised if this costs like over half a billion dollars. And, and, and what do you get for it? Like a lot of bland CGI and a lot of mostly kind of boring, unimaginative, floaty, impactless action. And like, like you've got like all these guys with like God powers and, and they can fly and shoot lasers. And, and, and the big battle scene is, is just a brawl in a field. Like there's no, I mean, one, just the Russos as directors suck at action and have no fucking imagination at all. Uh, but also just again, like the 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 need to fit all of these fucking characters in these movies means nobody has the time or resources to sit down and think about anything interesting to do with anyone. Like there's one scene, which I mean, maybe was James Gunn, because apparently chunks of this movie were directed by or, and worked on by the people who worked on the respective characters standalone films. Where um Thanos meets the Guardians of the Galaxy. He gets the reality gem. He actually like does some like mind fucky reality shit and some weird shit. He uh, turns some of the characters into kind of like weird abstract shapes and and does like a little I don't know uh, fake projection fooled you thing, which was like mildly interesting in terms of how this movie is. And then he doesn't do it again. He's got all of these powers, and for most of the rest of the movie, he's just throwing guys into trees or or into walls um because nobody can think of anything with all of these powers and possibilities no one can think of anything cool to do um or maybe they can but they're afraid it might weird the audience out so they don't uh, i don't know it's it's frustrating it's frustrating to see all of these resources put to work and the end result isn't even spectacular at the most basic level like i don't know independence day remember independence day you recommended independence day as like an alternate and i still kind of yeah. can't believe you did because that's uh, i mean that movie oh it's like, dumb as, okay it's dumb as best, shit but it's not it's, a good movie it's, it's, i'm not saying it's a good movie it's dumb as shit but the spectacle of it is genuinely spectacular like you recommended independence day yeah in in a context in a context then again, then again, I, I'm not one to, to talk. We literally, at, at my request, did an episode on Jim Carrey Grinch. But you so, get uh, my my point is not that it's a good movie. My point is that yeah, even yeah. a dumb as shit, super corny bullshit movie, a Roland Emmerich movie can do yeah, this. Was at least like when 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 the White House blew up, it was impressive and cool. Yeah. Right, they hit the White House. My little turn on the TV. They hit the Pentagon. They hit the fucking Pentagon. When they when they blow up Manhattan, it's cool. Yeah, and it looks impressive. And 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 it's it's like at least there's that. Like that at that basic level, it it has spectacle. And this movie's just uh, what did we say? It was like a like a like like the, like a like D like and D campaign. C- well, that's the dialogue, that- but the the action and the visuals are like a. Like a like like a CGI preview trailer for a game that's going to come out in two years. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. MMO. Uh, and it and it just sucks. Like not even like a bad game, like an Ubisoft game or something. Like it's just there's nothing here that's like, wow. Even though this movie is dumb as hell, at least that was like a cool visual or or like an impressive set piece. 
or a good explosion, even all that stuff sucks. It's all just the worst, blandest, green screen sheen. Everything's just kind of soft and smooth. And, and like, I mean, we've said this a million times before, but it's like, God, 300 whatever million dollars and, and you, and you get this. Yeah. And it, and it makes $2 billion back. Like what do people want from movies anymore? Like why, why, why would you, why are we rewarding this bullshit? Um, with that much money, well, I guess we're, I think people are finally over it. I guess like the, the characters people really liked are all kind of gone or yep. too fucked up beyond repair Soon by so Steve many. Steve left, I was gone. Arcs. Um, I, I mean, I guess that's it. That's gotta be really the only thing at the end of the day is, uh, people are attached to the cast and now the, the, the cast are either wearing out their welcomes or have departed because they're getting old and want to do other things with their careers. Um, and so there's kind of, and, and, you know, we've, we're so far past Avengers 2012, which is, you know, I think so quaint basically in retrospect, a, a likable so enough quaint. movie. Yeah. We look at how that movie strains. Like, that was lightning in a, mo- in a bottle. I think oh yeah. Yeah. We look at how that movie strains to take like what, six main characters mm-hmm. and kind of pull them together and give them arcs and things to do. And it, yeah. it, it, it basically does it, but like, it's, 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 it's kind of at the at maxing out there in terms of what it can do. And then this, well, this combination of movies has to do it with like 50 guys to yeah. the point where like two of the most pivotal, p- pivotal characters for the, what's really just the back half of one movie don't even appear in this one. Cause there's no goddamn room. Yeah. Have you ever watched the nine inch nails trailer? Uh, we we discussed Avengers. we we've yeah. talked about the 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 fact that there's a nine inch nails needle drop in in first Avenger, which I think is really fucking. No, there's cool, a tool actually. needle drop in first. For tool, there's okay, a, wait. There's a there nine, a inch, nine nails, inch nails needle drop. Needle drop in a trailer for the first uh, Avengers film. What do we do? We get ready. Uh, and. I'm not even joking. It makes the banter like better because it's it's built around like a driving bass riff, and it's 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 it it, it seems more aggressive than it actually like. It seems like these people are in a dick measuring contest instead of them just like leaving the camera on for too long. No offense, but I don't play well with others. Big man in a suit of armor. Take that away. What are you? A uh, genius. Billionaire playboy philanthropist. <laughs> well, th- well, that's the okay. No, that's the thing about banter or or quips or or whatever you want to call it. Is it's nothing is inherently wrong with it. It's just a matter of being situated in character and context. Yeah. Right. Of of more or less believing that that guy would say that thing in that situation because they're that type of guy who would make that reference or whatever. Like I've, I've been rewatching um, venture brothers cause the movie just came out and that show in retrospect is on paper guilty of a lot of the things we complain about on here. I love that show, but it does it well. And part of the way it does it well is that like, like when a character makes a pop culture reference, it's in the context of that character and each character has a different pool of things that they'll reference that makes sense for them. 
Right. I love it's, that show. I love it's the context. gay Doctor Strange. I, I really yeah, yeah. Fully <laughs> get into that. I love um, the old man gay Doctor Strange. I can't. Uh, I will. We'll have to. I'll have to do my contract on that. Are you talking about the Alchemist? Uh, yeah, the Alchemist. Yeah, he yeah. rocks. Uh, I'll um, have to do my contract on that one because I did a couple episodes of TGFE's uh, uh, Venture Bros. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, that, that show's great. Yeah. But the reason it can do what it does is because it's, and that's the thing. Because it's not just oh, quips are bad or pop culture references are, are inherently bad or whatever. It's it's a matter of context and execution, and that shows like by and large the line between when and where and how you do those things and when they don't work. And the reason the, they don't work in a movie like this is because it's 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 one, it's the hackiest, most cliched versions of it and then two it's it's floating in a void where just some punch-up guy's gone through the script and just been like well what's a what's a line i can squeeze in here to lighten the tone what's a line i can squeeze in here to lighten the tone they just give them to whatever character is floating around in the scene who hasn't already talked yeah um so you have no there's no sense that like oh that character is the type of guy who would say that thing um, everybody's just kind of an interchange. And again, like that's why the D and D comparison is so good is it sounds like people around a table, just riffing who, who are aware that they're in a fictional setting and, and operating kind of implicitly at that meta level all the time. Um, which, you know, again, you can do in a spoof, but you can't do in a thing that you're kind of meant to engage with at a more direct level with it's like end of the world stakes and everything. Um, you know, your, your, your dialogue and your jokes need to be grounded in character and situation, uh, which, which is why, you know what? I'm sorry. And I will go on the record for saying that, for saying this, you guys can groan at me all you want. The IMC's Rogers line is cute. Because no. he would be po- he would he would stop in the middle of fucking fighting to be polite. That is completely in character, and that it's is why fine. it was funny. And, uh, that is why a, it is funny. In a vacuum, that line is perfectly fine. Like in a, in a two and a half hour movie made by people that are professionally trying to get an audience to like the movie. Yeah, people who are not me will eye roll at that. Yeah, something that'll actually basically work as a line. Like it's fine to admit one line in this movie worked. It doesn't mean we like the whole movie. I, I like no. I like when Dra- I like when Drax quips. I'm sorry. No, no, that's but, mostly but Dave Bautista. I, I, I throw Nicole across the room using my line. <laughs> I, I, I go down. I go down the slide like the Boston cop. Yeah, I don't know. Like that's the thing. Like we could just yeah. we could really go on and on and on with this movie because it's just like we like. I but, mean, I don't know. Like how. I mean, we could again. We could we could revisit. I think, and in, in kind of in greater detail, what we said about the uh, discarded and interrupted character arcs. Like you could you could do like a list. Like uh, okay, Drax. Um, yeah, Drax mentions that Thanos killed his family, and then nothing comes of it. Nope. Uh, no, that'll you know Gim- dealing with Than um Yeah, Gamora's Gamora's just kind of. We're supposed to suddenly be like, oh wow, Thanos love really loves his daughters and then killed her anyway because he's like a, a, the a first zealot committed to a cause. Together. Yeah. And and we're supposed to be so in like that's the thing. There's so many relationships that exist on paper that you're supposed to be invested in because of what they are on paper that have so little substance yeah. in 
the actual vision cheer, like, and wanda, oh, vision and wanda yeah. who we've who seen cares? like who have shared like five lines together across 400 movies they, they don't they also don't have <laughs> chemistry that's no not thing. at they all don't not have even chemistry a together no dude paul bettany is so boring he's on ambient in these movies <laughs> elizabeth olsen is like she's doing a bad accent but she's genuinely like a charismatic actress. When she, when she remembers, she have, she's supposed to have an accent. Yeah. Yeah. She does have some crazy girlfriend energy, which works. But yeah, like, she's a Red Scare listener. Yeah. But God, dude, she's, she's, she's giving everything. And then he's just like, oh, I, I, you have to, you have to make me commit suicide. You have to suicide me now. Do it. Beat my head in with a rock. And then it's just like, <laughs> and, and he, he sounds like he's reading off like the phone book. And and then um or how uh Peter Quill is like wildly out of character in this movie just because they make the whole thing just a meta joke about him being insecure as the I guess somewhat less conventionally hot and powerful leading man compared to Thor. So it's like his whole uh, the, character, the, the, the whole the movie. The worst of the Chris's is just oh yeah, he is, but like you, the, you the whole movie is just like the worst of the Chris's. him being like him. Embarrassingly, pathetically juvenile. Again, it's like super sitcom he's writing. Evil in this movie um, around uh, Thor because he's so insecure about this 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 god manly man being on his. Spaceship. And you can you can kind of like hand wave that away with oh well this is the you know the only timeline that could win or whatever you know based on the shit Doctor Strange says where it's like this was the only way you know but it's like. Dude, fucking Star Lord is an asshole in these movies. Yeah, and I mean it's it, yeah, it, but it, it's just like really out of left field. It's like it, it you really feel that yeah. it's like he's being handled by a completely different set of writers it, to a completely different could purpose. Have, what I think they were trying to do is have him be an asshole because he's like protective over Gamora. But there's no scenes of that. Like it just—it's it's just no. It's it just, just shows up boyfriend shit. Like a guy yeah. who's hotter than me is talking to my girlfriend. Well, that I can't that deal and with also it. that and also like her evil dad, you know, is bad. Yeah, that's not kind of there. That's that's giving the movie no, that's credit. What that it deserves. That's what I'm saying is I think that that's <laughs> what they were. That's what at one point in probably like the eighty thousand scripts that were mangled together to make this movie. I think that at one point. Star Lord had an arc where he basically had like both penis envy for Thor and then like penis envy for Thanos, and eventually they just kind of forgot it. But they they had to keep the meeting the Thor scene in, you know, because that's that's important. Yeah, and and then there's you know Tony Stark. Yeah, Iron Man three didn't happen. He's already put another fucking uh, glowy glowy bullshit thing in his chest. Uh, he's, he's just, yeah, right no, he's back got on a new bullshit. robot in his asshole. Um, uh, his, his wife is like, it's very funny again, again, with the half, half started character arcs, they show like, like, like Pepper having like apprehension towards him, like being a superhero again, but it's like, he's already got the magic robots. Like you've lost this battle, you know, it's like, and it's not even given any like in the story. It's just having like a complaint. And we're yeah. already supposed to immediately like, sign. Yeah, yeah they're, just they're see, talking like, about procreating too. They're talking com- about having kids too. Completely and then talk, dis- yeah. disinterested. Like, you could, like just yeah. people. I'm like, I feel like everyone working on these is probably so fucking burned out and so like not interested in the characters or the material at this point. 
especially I think when they work on the big crossover movies, cause they're such a, a nightmare and, and they're just checking boxes. It's just, here's the things Kevin Feige wants the, the, the fucking galoot. And then here's the list of things from like fan wikis and, and possible complaints or plot holes or cinema things that, that we need to like preempt or address so people can't get mad about it. It's just the most desultory checking off boxes, bullshit. Um, I, I remembered that other thing I was thinking of, uh, by the way. It was uh, that, that Doctor Strange had a perfect opportunity to just decapitate Thanos with, like, one of his, like, portal things. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's, uh, yeah, that's, the risk that's of having cinema sins. That's the, the risk of having cinema sins but, like... That's getting into, like, it's true. gone up his asshole kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But at well, the that, same that time, should have happened, too. What, what I think that highlights, though, writ large is, again, is the lack of, like, imagination mm-hmm. in how all of these powers are used. Like, I, I we've talked before about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which is generally very good at giving all of its characters, like, weird, weirdly specific powers with kind of specific oh. rules about how they work. And making JoJo these kind awesome. of elaborate puzzle boss fights out of them. Jojo is and... awesome because the fights are like contract negotiation. Yeah. You're just, you're just trying to find like a gotcha. You're trying that, to, yeah, you're trying to out, find the loophole. They're trying to find, the, figure out the loophole. Where it's like actually role playing game. Just like I, arguing with the DM where it's like, actually yeah. doing this is only a free action. Therefore I can do this and this in my one turn. And I can uh, it's like, take this yeah, item I, out of my bag of holding and throw it at the guy. And it's a, uh, works like a bomb. Yeah, if I uh, double park on a Thursday with a with a rose up my ass, you know, it'll it'll actually it'll cause it'll uh, due to ca- due to this obscure like fucking physics fact that I figured out off like a Snapple carton, you know, I, it turns out that actually I win. Fuck you. Yeah, and there's no yeah there's no clever like all of these powers there's no like again no ingenuity or cleverness to how they're used or very punch little man shit you know yeah. It's, it's, it's two guys. It's 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 they they gotta hit each other. They gotta punch. I was I've been playing Lego Marvel superheroes, and it's funny because <laughs> I'm not I'm not. I don't understand my... grown ass adults playing these goddamn Lego games. I don't get it <laughs> because it's the only because it's got dude. It's got a great roster. It's got fucking. <laughs> it's got uh. It's got Electra. It's got. It's got Legos. It's got Legos. It's got Legos. <laughs> But I've been playing Lego Marvel Scott Superheroes on the Steam Deck, and uh, it's very funny because by nature of them having puzzle elements, they put more effort into them uh, than MCU fights. You know, like you'll have it's like okay, you if, if theoretically the end goal is that we have to punch the Red Skull in the face, but uh, he's he's constructed like a laser out of gold bricks, and so you have to find a character that has heat powers to melt the gold bricks. And it's yeah, it's it's like like I, I like 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 using your superpower like when characters use their superpowers in like a MacGyvery way. That's just so much more interesting to me than just I can punch you harder than you can punch me. And now let's just do that yeah. for twenty minutes. Uh, if I wanted to do that, it's like if I wanted to watch that, I would just watch Dragon Ball because at least it's like done better, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. At least, at least it's like it's like okay, I it's like an event, you know? It's like the punch, the Punch Man shit will have three hours of build up that consists of grown men taking their shirt off and screaming at each other <laughs> on an alien planet. And yeah, this is this is just like nothing i don't know 
Yeah, there's once again because there's just no no any no one character is is like on screen long enough or doing enough to like matter really, except kind of you know Iron Man because he's the main character of the MCU. Because Robert Downey Jr. was probably paid like a hundred yeah. million dollars. But also, he's like this. he he is the reason that there's an MCU. Yeah, like, so they they have to cut him the the biggest paycheck. Out and of and again, naturally they've got to like they, they you know they've they've like drawn in the entire like Marvel cosmology with all of these space gods and shit. Which is and, so and funny yet because they, it's and like yet because guys. Iron Man's the most popular guy in the movie world, they need to contrive a reason for a guy who who just has a robot suit to be on the level of the gods. That's what I. That's um, what I'm, I love about comics. Which, which like when they, you, when they you, do this shit, they 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 play up the the absurdity of it. You know, it's like to 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 a certain extent. That was why that was why Whedon was smart because there's a line that I remember in Avengers two where, and admittedly, it's it's dumb banter. But Hawkeye's like, this is fucking stupid. I'm a guy with a bow. There's like ro- yeah, robot, yeah, indestructible yeah. robots. Yeah. It's like you either do that or you give Iron Man an absurd one-up power-up. You know, it's like well, he's here, supposed to, he thing. shows up in Optimus Prime. If you you're going to have a guy who's really underpowered going up against someone way more powerful than him, then you need to make him clever. You need to give him a clever way around it instead of just, oh, well, he, he we're just going to give him an even better Iron Man suit that is like just that much better, which is just the most boring. It's way it's out. not even an interesting visual power, you know. It's not like he's no, like, oh, yeah, it's not the, even like cool, I got the like, Thanos Buster armor, and it's like a it's like Optimus Prime, you know. It's like yeah, it's, and like it, here's no, the thing: there, he there's has, a lot he has of the stuff. Glowy shit. There's a lot of stuff I'll let slide if it's like aesthetically cool. Like, like there's a lot of stuff, like a lot of these complaints I won't make watching an anime. Oh, this because it's just so bad. Awesome looking. Yeah. it's And so this movie doesn't weird. look awesome. It looks like ass. It looks terrible. You know, like style can be substance, but this, these movies have no fucking style and they're relying on us to care about the characters and the plot and, uh, the characters in the plot fucking suck too. There's nothing here. <laughs> there's nothing here, but the charisma of the cast and that doesn't really hold the thing together because everybody's no, nobody's got enough like screen time to, to like be or do anything except the, the, the evoke the memory of the other movies you watched. Um, it, uh, and I guess that can, again, like I could go on and on and yeah. on about this scene or that scene or this or that character or arc they abandoned or disrupted or reset, but like that kind of just sums it up. Like the 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 cinema, a cin- the the idea of a cinematic universe only really like setting aside the commercial reasons for it, but artistically, creatively, as an audience, if if there's a point to a cinematic universe, it's that you get to watch uh, ca- uh, uh, characters and the worlds they inhabit evolve and change from movie to movie and if there's no consistency to it and if you're just going to retcon and reset things movie to movie just just to make that movie commercially viable it defeats the whole point you know there's no consistency these characters their arcs don't matter there's no beginning there's no ending the world never meaningfully changes it's just stuff happening for no really good reason um so there's no point to having a cinematic universe. Right. Uh, it's stupid. 
it's stupid. If you want a TV show, watch a TV show. You know what I think, what, what time I think it is? I, I think it's time we let Cole cook. Because, uh, well, I I tried to watch this movie more than I think you two did. You did, you, you guys I, well, I was, did the, I was trying to watch you, it. Was... You guys were doing the Muppets in the Balcony kind of thing. But, like, I, I every so often I'd, I'd tune out because I would be like, Chris Evans is not on screen. I don't care. You can... You can, if you if you're a patron, you can listen to our commentary, and you can very clearly tell when I'm not engaged with the movie and when I am. It's very obvious. But I, I would hear sort of piecemeal things about like Cole talking about Thanos in the comics, and God, that's so much fucking cooler. So, Cole, the the, the floor is yours. Thank you. Um, so, Thanos in the comics. You might be wondering. You might be. You might have assumed, in fact, uh, that this movie, Infinity War, was based on the comic Infinity War. And there's definitely a guy out there that bought the Infinity War comic and then got confused when he opened it up. And they're talking about how, uh, how like the Magus, the evil Adam Warlock from a, an alternate timeline, uh, needs to collect six cosmic cubes and is using evil doppelgangers of the Avengers. And talking about like fucking like weird hippie new age bullshit, uh, because th- th- there's no action. The Infinity War has comic has nothing to do with this movie. The actual um, comics that these movies are based off of is primarily the Infinity Gauntlet crossover made by uh, the Goat Jim Starlin and the all time fucking comics god, uh, rest in peace, George Perez who, uh, just as an aside, I'm going to dick ride George Perez a little bit because I, I haven't uh, yet on the podcast. He was a once-in-a-generation talent because he wasn't even necessarily, like, uh, amazing in terms of, like, you know, he's not he's not cutting any, breaking any new ground. He's not, uh, he's not doing anything too new. You know, he's just incredibly skilled and had the rare talent of just being able to draw any cape ship property you threw in front of him. He uh, he inked the, or, or I'm sorry, he he did pencils on Crisis on Infinite Earths, which had like fucking Superman, Justice Society, just about every DC character that existed. And then he was also he also did Infinity Gauntlet, which has just about every single Avenger, a bunch of Marvel cosmic characters. Um, a bunch of obscure Marvel characters in it. And it is not only is it so much better visually than the movie, but it is such a good plot because Jim Starlin created Thanos and just fucking gets him. You know, he, he really is one of the few guys that understood him. He was, he's Thanos started off as a, just a bad alien warlord pastiche and then sort of grew, uh, over time through Starlin's other works. Um, and I really recommend reading the Infinity Gauntlet crossover as well as its prequel, Thanos Quest, which shows how he got the <laughs> Thanos individual, Quest. It, how he got the individual uh, Infinity Gems because it does, it reads like JoJo. It's, 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 it's okay. loopholes, you know? Okay. It's, it's him being like, out outwitting these elders of the universe by figuring out how 
they fucked up and not and 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 attacking them in an angle that they would never consume or consider. Uh, it also doesn't have Punch Man shit in it like at all. Uh, Thanos Quest Infinity Gauntlet does, but it's deliberately in that similar to this movie, the heroes are intentionally supposed to lose, but it's because they want Thanos to be distracted by killing all the Avengers so that they can grab the infinity gauntlet and then undo everything that Thanos did. Uh, but they, you know, they're sending in like captain America and shit to die because they know it's like, this is, this is just some guy, you know, what the fuck is he going to do against God? Yeah. Like, 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 which is, and again, that's the the funny thing about throwing certain characters into this stuff. So it's like Captain America is just like a guy who is a little bit stronger and faster than like an Olympic he, athlete. He, he are, does, he does surprisingly manage to hold him off just a, a, a little bit, and which is which is yeah, completely a self suck in the movie, in the movie but. Does. In the movie, you know, he does. it's because the, his power. It's because it's, his superpower is his. It's because his superpower is his heart. That well, is you're a right. That too. Um, what's very funny in the in the uh, Marvel universe is there's multiple characters that have just reached Captain America level abilities by like working out. Like there's a there's a character by the name of MVP who uh, figured Most out valuable primate. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, his name was Michael yes. Van Patrick, and his uh, his like and granddad or something worked on this the Super Soldier project and figured out, oh, you can just do all this shit, Natty. Like you don't even need the you just Super need to Soldier you just need serum. to just need to just do uh, steroids, protein shakes, and CrossFit. Yeah, he he manages to train his grandson uh, to reach Captain America level abilities just like by like working out. It's he's just a. He's just a normal guy that can that is slightly above average Jack. Um, yeah, the other the other comic that this takes from is Infinity by Jonathan Hickman, which I didn't get a chance to reread before this episode. Yeah, that's that's a far more recent comic, is it? Because in, in, no, it, 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 Infinity it came out specifically to uh, allegedly it was going to feature a different character, uh, and then. Marvel editorial was like, we need a Thanos event that we can draw from for the, to make these fucking pieces of shit. So, uh, yeah, he did. He did that. That's uh, cause I, I one for context, the, uh, the, the Starlin, uh, Thanos infinity war gauntlet stuff is all in the, the, the very early nineties, right? Like, yeah, which is very funny because he's still, kinda. he's still making sequels to them. Like Marvel, the one good thing that Marvel's done is because he's just like an incredibly talented writer and just has a lot of passion for these characters is they'll just let him release like an original graphic novel every couple of years, like detailing more shit about his take on the characters. Um, I think the the most recent one was like two years ago or something. They just keep, Oh, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know they're still following up on that. Oh dude, they have, they have, uh, yeah, they have multiple. They're not in any sort of continuity. They're just loose sequels to, uh, so, to sort of his run on the character. But they don't take play. The, the the canon never touches on them. There's like the Infinity Relativity, the Infinity Siblings, the Infinity Revelation, oh, wow. the Infinity Abyss, the Infinity Entity. 
There's an uh, infinite infinities, I guess. Yeah, and and apparently they're like decent comics. I haven't I haven't read any of them because there's like 80 of them and they're all like 200 pages long, but uh yeah, they're 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 great. Uh yeah, the infinity finale. And that's like that's <laughs> the like infinity that's finale. like the third one. That's like not uh, even the last one. No, uh, it's it's like, you know, uh Jason goes to hell or the, you know, yeah. the final night. Yeah. I'm trying to it's figure never, out. It's never, the, it's never the end. You, you, any any title that says it's the end game, any title that says it's the end is like guaranteed, yeah. not the end. No, um, which, which I yeah. will say I, another well, thing. Oh yeah. No, you go. Sorry. Um, I just wanted to say like, that's the thing. Like as much as like comics can be very silly and stupid, at least, at least at their best, there's well, good artwork and way more, interesting conceptual stuff going on way more exercises of imagination uh than you get in these movies because there's so many cooks and 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 so much money and so much fear of of potentially alienating anybody in the audience um but i want to talk about on the on the note of uh the source material or, or uh the the comics these are very loosely derived from is thanos in the comics and his his kind of main recurring motivation versus the motivation they give him in the film which you know was lauded by critics and audiences as making him such a complicated interesting villain that, like we've never seen before oh yeah dude fucking that shit is so goddamn stupid. yeah well well so well- Cool. Talk about yeah the, the the how different the motivation and sort of philo- I guess philosophy of what Thanos is doing in the comics versus what in the movie the the movie in which people celebrated uh, a sneaker chin uh, CGI purple Josh Brolin uh, for as like a complex and nuanced villain with a. Uh, 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 philosophy and he's the thinking man's Marvel villain. Yeah. He's only that if you, if you have just the absolute lowest standards for like characterization possible or if you have the the, the IQ of a Shiba Inu. So the shitty, the shitty MCU Thanos had like some like baby's first Malthusian economics, like take on it. Where it's like, oh, there's too many resources and not enough, or there's too many people, not enough resources. So we should just too many resources. <laughs> too many resources. And, which is just not, it's not true. If anyone tells you that they're stupid and they don't understand how the world works, because there's like, like life is incredibly rare, you know, it's, uh, there's, there's more resources than there's more planets filled with fucking resources than there are planets filled with fucking people or any, or any kind of life on them. But, uh, yeah, they give him some shitty, like baby's first Malthusian economics where there's, he needs to kill half the universe so that the other half will live and thrive. And what's very funny is, you know, at, at, as you know, at the end of the movie, he pulls this off and there's like, no consequences to like as we'll see in the in the beginning of endgame there's a time skip uh i won't give away how long because Stu hasn't seen the movie yet he also does uh, i i spoiled something from him earlier i, I don't I asked asked so you wanted. i'm not so concerned about spoilers because i want to analyze so he's a he's a there's it. a five-year time skip at the beginning of endgame yeah wow, the world is just objective- like an anime the world is objectively Equally as fine, if not better, with half the people on the. They they basically the film posits that he's right, 
It's just, it's just that, like, he's wrong because he killed the, you know, Spider-Man. Or yeah, like, yeah. Spider-Man is not here. He's wrong so morally, but he's right, like, logically. Yeah, technically, yeah. 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 So in the, in the, in the comics, Thanos is known as the Mad Titan. He's actually also an Eternal, which, uh, I'm not going to get into that whole can of worms just yet, but uh, when we watch the Eternal movie, that we might have to do an episode where I just explain what the Eternals are. Uh, why is Thanos one of them? Why is Harry Styles one of them? Uh, oh, God, et cetera, yeah. Et Fuck. Uh, but, yeah, Thanos is the mad titan. He is, he is crazy. He's cuckoo. Uh, he is... In a in a in a one sided relationship with the female embodiment of death, and uh, is obsessed with her to the point of of his own downfall, his own like Shakespearean downfall, because he never actually listens to her. She's an object to be coveted because he's, you know, a, a man that doesn't listen to my, you know, the the woman is he's death is essentially a sex object to Thanos, so. He never Listen to women incarnations of the concept of death. I'm going to preach on it, you know? Uh, and so he gets in his head that the only way that death will give him the time of day and return his phone calls are by creating, um, or by getting the infinity gauntlet and using it to kill half the life on the universe because death is sad that there are more people that are currently alive than have ever died which isn't true but whatever i'll give the comic that um that one dumb <laughs> dumb little anecdote yeah but so he gets the he gets the infinity gauntlet through uh the, the events of thanos quest and uh very funnily enough the, the the twist ending to that is now he's become more powerful than death and so death doesn't want to talk to him because she's embarrassed <laughs> um that's about that's about the shtick with Thanos. Um, basically, the he's I, I actually one distinction I do want to point out when he snaps half the planet in Infinity Gauntlet, like because the the mass of the universe has like been halved, like all the orbits and shit start getting fucky. Like the Earth is like drifting Ooh. out of the path of the sun. That's uh, all the all the like all the tides are getting fucked up. Ooh. Like. Japan sinks under the ocean. Uh, now that's which, creative. Yeah. That's... Like that's not like strictly necessarily hard science fiction realistic, but it's like the, the main thrust of the point is there's internally consistent consequences for something yeah. that big. Yeah. It's um, like, it's like, Oh yeah, no, yeah, like the infinity gauntlet can do anything, but they're still beholden to the, the, the laws of physics and, the law, those laws say, like, if you, you know, yeah, there's consequences to your actions, yeah, yeah, and you can infinity gauntlet those away, but Thanos doesn't give a shit. He doesn't, in fact, he's he's he likes that because it's like, oh, more people are gonna die. Um, so yeah, that's that's the those are the two big differences between Thanos in the comics and Thanos in the movie. Why they changed that, I don't know. Maybe they thought that, that having a, a living death incarnation that he wanted to fuck was was too too less silly but yeah, it's probably I mean, just like oh that's that's too weird for jim and norma got, in iowa he has magic rocks you know it's like yeah. everything is already silly 
but also we're, like, on the, we're on the hunt for the for the infinity gems which are implied that, to be the remains of god after he like dies in the nietzschean sense like these we're not dealing with serious you know fucking shit here we're dealing with a, guy, a purple guy with a bunch of gems yeah trying to kill everyone on the, in that the planet, looks you know? scarily like joss whedon it has what? Uh, Thanos. What? I mean Thanos in in yeah, the movie. What? Yeah, it kind of it kind of looks like Joss Are Whedon. You serious? Yeah, big Does stupid. Nicole, have, Nicole is the first guy. person to have Joss Whedon derangement syndrome. No, I people. Other people have clocked this. I swear. I swear. I mean, look it up. I don't know. I, he he just looks like that. I, the, I, I actually the Thanos the, the thing that pisses me about Thanos off well, is that the, they like the, take Josh his Whedon armor is off. sort of like Thanos in that he uh, snapped his fingers and uh, lost half of his stuff in a divorce. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say he snapped his fingers and and ruined Zack Snyder's movie. Uh, by cutting no. it in half. God damn hmm. it! Fuck! Fuck both of you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Well. Uh. The other, so that'll, we kind of have danced around it, but the, the big thing, like, I love them, but even the red letter media guys are completely guilty of falling for that. Like people loved the fact and like had respect for the fact that this movie ends with like killing half the cast as if they're not all going to be revived in the next movie. Well, it's like, duh. How do you it's not, like, duh. how can you feel anything watching these characters die when you, you, when it's like, you can look at the timeline of like Marvel yeah. phase four and you know, there's another Spider-Man movie coming after this. Like, although the, the, I, I got a bit p- pulse, pulse beat from the fact that Bucky's last word is Steve, <laughs> that, that, that still hurted. And and you will you will be able to tell that that shit heard it on the commentary, but like, yeah, it's like everyone is going to come back. It's not that it's not going to commit to that. No one in this universe ever stays dead, and even if they are dead in like the timeline canon, they're gonna come back. Like, I mean, Black Widow that- got a movie after she got Loki's got a fucking TV movie, uh, TV show going on even though he's like killed in the very first scene didn't you tell me that they just like fetch like they do like a rick and morty and just fetch a gamora from a parallel reality yes yes to be in guardians of the galaxy 3 like good fucking lord no they do that in endgame yeah in the next in the next one like you can again you can i mean you can do that in more dramatic fiction too, but you need to deal with the consequences of it, or you can do it in a sitcom and make a joke of it. But, but this is just, again, it's just, we want to have our cake and eat it too. We want to make you feel sad, but not get rid of any of our very lucrative characters and all of the toys and the big gulp cups and the candy bars we can sell on them. Like if we, if we really killed Gamora or anybody, we can push that then there would be so many fucking bags of Doritos that would go unsold. Does any okay? Does anybody buy any of that shit because Iron Man's on? Yes. Is anyone buying the Iron Man yes. candy bar because Iron Man's on it? Like why? Candy bar doesn't be- taste because they have the brains of like Siberian huskies. I want I, I want evidence of this. I want someone to tell me firsthand. Like tell me okay, right in, right into the show. Bar. If you ever bought 
like a consumable product, not, like, not like a though. not like a maquette or a or a model. They might be they might be recovered uh, consumers. I mean, maybe, um, but like, if you or anyone you know has ever like bought something that's not like a, a a statuette or whatever, but like bought like a candy bar or a box of condoms because a fictional character was on it. And you're like, I mean, and, and I'm not talking about little children. Um, I want you to tell me, I want to understand, I want to understand the psychology of this. Cause even when I was a kid, even when I was a little kid, I'd be like, there's no difference between the bag of chips with Batman on them and the bag of chips that don't have Batman on them. They're the same chips. <laughs> I did actually, 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 I did buy something because it had a character on it, but it was. I, good. I, I would also I buy bought, something if I saw any of the Evangelion characters on it, and I'm not afraid. I of bought. It, um, okay, but I bought but the it would Batman be like Kitch, right? I bought the Batman Calzone at uh, at, uh. at Little Caesars, <laughs> but because it was. But I mean, was it a unique? product that like there, there was no non-batman calzone right Wait, no let me look this up no, that's okay if if it's a unique product and it's got like some distinct quality beyond Which is really good the actually. branding that's different like if 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 the batman milkshake is the only milkshake that has cookie crumbs in it or whatever that's a little bit different because you can be buying it for the cookie crumbs you can be buying it for the actual properties it has uh, I'm talking about something that is like purely just totally insubstantial branding. Um, but I, uh, I think I want to touch on the, oh my God. Uh, the Malthusian this... motivation thing a minute. Cause I, cause I feel like that's kind of like a, a recurring, a kind of theme in like liberal media is you make your villain seem more interesting by giving them some kind of utopian motive and then saying, but you, but the only way to make the world better. Also well, looks disgusting. What? <laughs> Sorry. I'm just looking at pictures of this. Oh. And it looks awful. Cole, I can't believe you ate this. Yeah. Look at this calzone. Our, our, our audience <laughs> of listeners. Um, it's it's so a thing good. where, where, where the only way to imp- like, either you can't improve the world and will destroy it in the process, mm-hmm. or you can improve the world, but it requires doing something unthinkably evil to get there. And that's like the only two options. Basically, there is no improving the world without being evil or destroying it by accident. Um, and that, uh, you know, uh, everybody's uh, favorite uh, pair of words, capitalist realism. Yep, Mark you know, Fisher. There is, there, is, there is no out of this. <laughs> the there is no getting out of this. marvelous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, they really have, have just neoliberal culture I yeah think. um by the way you know uh he killed himself so that yeah. goes well who malthus no no mark fisher in uh 26 2016 oh. um, that's not my problem <laughs> jesus <laughs> oh, God. Okay. that's, that's not, not my problem <laughs> that's, but I mean, again got, that's like shit to worry about <laughs> You know, it's it's just the you know the world is kind of just going to keep getting worse, and a bunch of people will die, and there's nothing we can do about it because if we try to do anything about it, we would kill even more people. That's that's kind of the basic underlying log- logic of liberalism is uh, all of these uh, the, you know like like there's kind of no real human agency, uh, capitalism, the economy, market forces, whatever. They're like the weather or God. Or gravity, they they just they can't be negotiated with or modified. They will do what they're going to do, and you just kind of 
batten down the hatches and hope for the best. Because if you try to fight it, you will just make things even worse or do something even more evil. Uh, therefore, yeah. uh, the, the world we live in is the best possible world, no matter how much it sucks. <laughs> Uh, and it's juvenile and immature and deeply embarrassing to imagine anything better, or even yeah, there's like like... or more interesting. And that's just heavily reflected in, in this kind of media. I, I don't I don't hate this movie, but like, yeah, the. How uninspired it is with its very premise is is very apparent on rewatch. Um, well, that's because it, it doesn't have you know, a premise. It doesn't really have a premise. Yeah, other, no, other the, than every, like the, the high concept, like, you know, what if we put all these guys in a movie together? The Yeah, it's we need to put all the guys in the movie and we need to raise the stakes in the most literal sense by going from saving the world to saving all of existence. Um, yeah. Which is another problem with continuing the cinematic universe is uh, how do you raise the stakes after all of existence across time and space and the multiplicity of like yeah. potential potential realities? There's nowhere why, left to go. Yeah. That's why I think, and that's why I think so many people, myself included, um, although most of that reason was just because I was like, "All right, Chris Evans is leaving. I have no more reason to be here either." Um, that you know, so many people I think walked away after. Endgame and so many people like look at these, you know, post Infinity War and Endgame Marvel movies as just tired and like, you know, just just retreading on on stuff just lesser. I think you can really chart that like there was this that, you know, there are a couple of exceptions like, you know, the No Way Home did disgustingly well, you know, Guardians 3 did pretty all right. But like for the most part, all of the Marvel movies post Endgame have, you know, been met with, you know, like, yeah, and like, well, it's because reserved enthusiasm at the very best. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, if we look back over the history of movies, um, how often have sequels continually topped themselves or their predecessors? Yeah, very rarely. Very yeah. rare. Um, because of that same problem, like people get burnt out you know they go back to ghostbusters 2 and they're like oh that was all right but then like you know are they thinking about ghostbusters 2 very much not really except to like reference like one or two things they kind of remember from it uh, and that's the same thing here like like uh iron man through to end game is arguably one long movie uh in a sense and now we're in sequel territory to that one long movie yeah where you know like uh some of the characters we like are gone others are kind of no longer recognizably themselves the the stakes are kind of diminished and like people can you know they 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 we it's like you like you've you've hit the natural stopping point um and now it's just kind of like what are we here for what are we building towards you know, it's just like everything is subject to entropy that way. And so is the MCU. Um, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, past Endgame, we're kind of more in the project of charting its decline. But the question now is, what will replace it? And will we see, I don't know, like the decay of the industry result in kind of deconsolidation and like a, a, a kind of renaissance creatively, or are we just going to get something even worse? Uh, that's kind of the open question for uh, as, as we catch up. To it's going to be something worse. Big dog. 
I'm going to keep you know, it 100 with you. You know, one more thing I want to touch upon. I'm going to keep just, it 12,000 with you. Uh, one thing I want to touch upon, because um, just to give you a, a little behind the scenes, before before we started recording for our watch together, I it, Stu was in absolute, like, com- complete confusion because I was, like, crying, laughing, trying to describe this one, like, Thanos beatboxing video to him. Like Oh yeah, just like a source filmmaker uh 30 second clip. But uh Cole, your letterbox review was actually like really apt. I don't have it up for me, but you you were basically like, yeah, all the people who saw like, you know, you know, Thanos meme memes like of, of Thanos like smoking a cigar and being cool like fell for this movie. And I I do think yeah, also sort of there's with Black Panther where everyone thought yeah. they were gonna be having like a barbecue in the lobby. Yeah, there's there's but something no. also to be said about the memeability of of you know memeability as a marketing tactic tactic as well. I think we've we've all I think we've kind of touched upon that in the past as well. But like it's very you know as as someone who did like Barbie, I I. You know, oh, I yeah, like Oppenheimer like, a lot sure better, but Bar- Barbenheimer was like a contrived social media uh, marketing push. Oh, like, dude, we the can... guy who came up, the ad executive that came up with that, must have been getting his shit sucked. <laughs> oh, he was, getting, the... he was. Oh my god, his nuts were deflated. But he was like, "Oh yeah, dude, these these dumbass movies are coming Just... out on the same day." But like, and then for they for saw how... the memes and the t-shirts and shit, and they were just like. All right, dude. You get you get all the head we can find, you know. But like, I I think it's I think it's interesting that for for all actually uninteresting and lame and like stupid Thanos actually is in the context of the movie and in the larger context of like the adaption of him from the source material, losing all that like really cool and interesting shit. The the meme version of Thanos. Um, I mean, I'm I'm not looking to make any sort of like criticism here, but I just want to point out there's I've completely fucked up my YouTube algorithm for the past several days. Just a- admittedly getting stoned and watching, uh, you know, Thanos Fortnite twerking beatbox videos. Um, we'll have Miguel. Uh, I'm assuming Miguel's opened the episode with with one of them, but he's like Shrek that way. He's like Shrek, but he's like purple Shrek. I think. I think it's. He's got I think layers. it's kind of the yeah. <laughs> he's a complicated character. He he loves I, I his daughter, but he kills. Her. I was thinking visually, just like a, oh, that a, a oh, giant just, monochrome. He's kind guy. of like a weird, funny looking guy, and so it's and he's supposed to be like an epic bad guy, and that contrast of like appearance and ostensible power and menace and then making his Fortnite model do silly dances is just kind <laughs> yeah, of like twerking twerking specifically I mean, like me- a big bbl me- meme ability is kind of an ineffable thing like you can speculate yeah. on what it is but it's 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 it you can't like there's no yeah really there's a genesic it. plot to it that I, th- I think with anything memeable is it's it's like an intersection of different things to different people. It's it's one thing managing to embody a bunch of different responses and feelings. It's like, you know, in Twitter, sometimes when a word is trending 
but you go to look at the trending tab and, and, and everybody's posting that word or phrase is using it in a different context for a different reason. And it's just a coincidence that they were all yeah, using it in a way that caused it to track. <laughs> and I think memes basically are just like that. Uh, they're kind of like semiotic flukes, I, I guess, or, or, or they hit on some sort of archetypical uh, thing. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I think we can, was there anything yeah. else we wanted to touch on or can, can we uh, uh, wrap no. up here? I've, I'm, I've, I've said my piece. Um, oh, also, also, if it wasn't very, very apparent from the commentary, Chris Evans is so fucking hot in this movie. It's unbelievable. Um, Wait a minute. What? Wait a minute. Barbie and Oppenheimer are coming out on the same day. What? <laughs> <laughs> what idiot? What fucking idiot decided that, dude? What fucking moron? <laughs> oh my god! I hope someone was fired for messing that <laughs> one up. Christ. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? Let's just get into watch something else because that provides a perfect segue for mine. Um, number one. I'm sorry, I'm determining the winner of Barbenheimer to be Oppenheimer. That's gender treason. I know, I know, big plot twist. But no, Oppenheimer, I I really liked it. Um, uh, Nolan, dare I say, beating the hack charges that have been sort of laid against him for the last couple of years. Uh, Million miles more superior Robert Downey Jr. performance. Um, I think he he might get like he might be a, a like supporting actor contender for this. Um, uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil anything about the movie, but like if if you know you know. I love turn on the TV to hit the pretty. Um, but he does he does give a it's because the 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 movie lets him be what the Marvel movies will never allow Tony Stark to be. Basically, so that's uh, that's number one. Um, number two, I will say uh, I, I watched this recently. It's uh, Marcel Yankovic's uh, "The Tragedy of Man," which is like a near three-hour animated. Oh, the tragedy like, of man's amazing. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's like a that's real art <laughs> over twenty over twenty-year like production of just like a, a sort of I believe it's an adaptation of a stage play about like hey, what if what if God decided a to take poem. like a hands-off approach? Oh, it's a poem. Originally, yeah, it's like a saga. Like it, it was like Hungary's kind of nineteenth-century national epic. And it's a, uh, I don't know the details, but it's a loose adaptation of that. And it, it really okay. is kind of like deal with like the, the, the teleology of human existence. Um, yeah. And it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's very Catholic and arguably kind of conservative ideology, but just as art, it's really incredible and a really singular uh, thing to behold. Yeah. Uh, it's very strong it's, recommend. Yeah. Uh, and it's a, a Hungarian it's a animated piece of art. Film. Yeah. Yeah. Hungarian animation. That, yeah. It started, a started production. And it's because it's it's kind of done in vignettes and different vignettes mm -hmm. were made at different times. It started production uh, under uh, the Hungarian uh, Socialist Republic in the 80s. And after that government collapsed, it, it kind of continued on as like the, the director could get funding to do this segment and then get funding to do that segment. And it was finally he I think he died actually recently. But uh, yeah, he died yeah, a couple of years ago. Finally, finally I finished it in the 2010s. Um, and yeah, it's it's really something really incredible. It's it's, it's something special. It's absolutely yeah. something special. I mean, hard recommendation. Oh I've already recommended God. a Hungarian animated film before on this podcast, but like, 
if you are into animation and you have not seen a Hungarian animated film, you don't know what you're fucking missing. You you haven't, baby, you haven't seen anything yet. Um, my third one. All my weed all over the floor. No! <laughs> no! It's the last of my weed, dude. Fuck. Oh, oh no! Let's get some, let's get some ha- sad horns in the chat. I managed to just clean out, clean out your vacuum cleaner, then vacuum it all up, and then pour it out of the vacuum tank. I saved okay, some and- of it. The port on me, but. All right, and my my third one, and I, I I I'm pretty. I think I already suggested this movie, probably for one of the Thors. Um, but it's 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 super apt here because it 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 does what Thanos does, literally like two years before, and my like lizard brain wants to be like the Russos, uh, completely jacked their shit from the superior director. I'm talking about Neil Breen's motherfucking pass through, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, where Neil Breen, the great Neil Breen, uh, uh, who I, I don't, is not a man, but like, a, an extraterrestrial, like Tommy Wiseau, who, who th- th- makes movies question mark. Um, but yeah, Neil Breen literally is Thanos in that movie and does the snap. Uh, Miguel, please, please clip in a part in the trailer. <laughs> I am not of this earth. I am artificial intelligence from far into the future. I have taken on this human body in order to communicate with the humans. I can move from one time plane to another. Many things are going to change now. I'm going to eliminate hundreds of millions of the human species. And those causing the wars have vanished. It's literally, he literally does the snap. He literally does okay, a, a well, version yeah, of the snap. He stole it from Infinity Gauntlet. They were doing the snap in the 90s. I, I, don't, I, I don't think the Russos have actually I, I, read a comic in their life. No, I don't know what Neil Breen reads or watches. He's, he's kind of a fascinating guy because he's... Uh, very he's kind of like inscrutable he he is kind of like if if he is almost like a chris chan type figure except a successful upper middle class like business guy and uh architect apparently uh, yeah which at but, least we but, know how he made his money compared um, to like tommy wiseau but yeah just very like this guy who just makes these very technically inept very singularly self-expressive, very kind of solipsistic, uh, egotistic kind of vanity project movies that you're just like, one, he looked at this and thought this was great. And two, it's like, what, what is this guy's deal? What motivates him artistically? Uh, Neil Breen is, is, and his films are genuinely He's, fascinating. Uh, we, yeah. Note to future patrons. Um, if you, you win the raffle, uh, we're not saying you always oh, would always be a good. We, we, we wouldn't we, be mad if you recommended a Neil Breen film. Let's yeah, just say yeah. we would not be mad at all. I think I think I, I, I think would. we should do like a pair of them to and do like a Neil like a, uh, like a, a twisted a, pair. I've seen that one. Yeah, it's one of the yeah. two I've seen. I've seen that. In I haven't seen Finals. that one yet. I still um, you sent it to me, and I still got to watch it. I, I I I struggle with these now because I feel like I just it's just I'm just gonna recommend like the same movies over and over and over again. Um, I mean, you basically hijacked mine. 
sorry. Yeah. Like just, well, yeah. So yeah, I'll just share tragedy of man with you. Cause it's, it's a yeah. really good, um, uh, it is, it's, it's a really, really real, honest to God work of art. Uh, so that's I'll just share that recommendation. Definitely, uh, if you can, uh, if you can't find it, uh, DM one of us. Uh, I'm sure we can we can uh, figure out yeah. where it you can, is. You can buy it really on YouTube. Special. You can buy it on YouTube. Although I the the subtitles, the, although the subtitles were kind of the formatting of it. Archive. Oh, is it? But, but, I didn't know that. Beautiful. Yeah, that's where Talk, I got I didn't it. Check. Yeah. I just well, forgot also, to download also, the uh, subtitles. Okay. Um, yeah, but so, was, so Stu's given the fat pussy co-sign to the tragedy of man. Oh yeah, big time, big time, yeah, great. <laughs> the great official movie. fat pussy co- co-sign. Uh, Cole, what's your Rex? What's your watch something uh, else? Good question. Or, or read something else. Other, I mean, read the- something else is just anything with Thanos in it that was written by Jim Starlin or Jonathan Hickman. Um, watch something else. That's a good question. I don't, I, uh... I don't know. I'm gonna smoke weed and watch Citizen Kane after that. This so uh, I, I that very, bird's gonna wake you up. By the way, Citizen Kane. <laughs> I've never seen it's, that. It's kind of an underrated film. I don't think I've heard that many people talk about it. <laughs> uh, then I've I've got a really a really niche movie to recommend to you. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Vertigo. <laughs> I'm actually but, like I've I've seen very few Hitchcock films actually. Vertigo is is the, his best. You haven't seen them. Oh, you've you, have you seen Vertigo? I've never seen Vertigo. Ooh. Watch Vertigo, and then Watch there's Vertigo. a band. There's a band that has a song that that's uh that, that that goes over the events of the film. It's great. It's called uh, Carlotta Valdez by Harvey Danger. Oh, Harvey Danger, know, yeah. You might know them from this the James Gunn Scooby Doo movie, but that entire album is great. There's a I I, the, I there's a Todd in the Shadows. I episode. see I'm old enough to remember the late nineties Flagpole Sitta was everywhere. Well if like you like Flagpole Sitta 2000. If uh, you like Flagpole Sitta, you'll love uh Carlotta Valdez. I do actually really like that song. Uh, but you gotta watch. You gotta watch Vertigo first. Yeah, I gotta watch. Yeah. I do. I do. I gotta watch Vertigo. I I did finally watch uh, Strangers on a Train, which I actually Ooh, that's a good one. I really liked the first half. Yeah. I didn't really like the ending. It's a it's it's a very like d- strange and because it's all in like a theme park, you know. Yeah, it's the the whole the whole carousel set piece is so funny. You're you're supposed to believe that this like these guys will like die if they fall off of it, but I just don't. I just don't. It's just like you, you, you're oh, you're gonna fall off the carousel. Big, big deal. It's, it just didn't work for me. It's and I mean the whole like he's like tr- he has to win the tennis match really fast, and then the bad guy is just like trying to grab a thing he dropped down a sewer grate. <laughs> it's cutting between. I love that movie. I don't know. I, I, this, I like this, this, I like the psychological thriller stuff. And then the ending was so goddamn silly. <laughs> um, but that's, that's neither here nor there. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Um, we love you very much. Oh, new patrons. Well, first of all, we got to announce the winner of our, our raffle. Oh yeah. Yeah. Our raffle. I just got a little, uh, drum roll. Drum roll. And the winner of the third Patreon raffle is. Movie ball. You ruined it. All right, take two. And the winner of the Patreon raffle is 
movie Bob Walker. And their choice is, and God fucking bless you, dude. I, I'm so fucking excited for this. Movie Bob Walker is going to have us watch Tank Girl, which is a movie I fucking love from, like, I caught it on TV when I was, like, a teenager. It became, like, that, my whole ass so personality. You, you it is would. such a Nicole core movie. It's, like, I am just, like, I'm vibrating just thinking about, like, rewatching it. So that, that's one where I have actually read some of the comics. <laughs> I, uh, we gotta, we gotta let some, we gotta let some non Nicole simps win the, <laughs> win the Patreon because they keep picking Nicole core movies. No, Val, Val, movie. uh, Valerian sucked. We all did not like Valerian. Yeah, that's true. But I, but yeah, I did get to talk about Luke Besson a lot, but, um, yeah, chat, yeah. uh, we need to, it's time chat. we start stuffing. It's time we start stuffing the ballot box, you know, for uh, for the coal heads. I need someone to pick, oh. like, fucking Star Wars Episode 2. I may have gone too far in a few places. Oh, God. I, 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 please don't. We, we, we can't please do don't. a prequel episode, because that is don't. that will just be insufferable, because you'll just That'll be like, be. Well, well, George Lucas is really saying something insightful about the Bush era, and I'm just going to be like, this blows, it's all on a green screen, yeah, the performances that's not going to be fun. That's not gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah. someone, someone should pick you like can, the you docs. You can do side series if you want. <laughs> no, no, chat, chat. Pick like, uh, pick, pick, do- pick like the Doc Savage movie from the 1970s, or the, the Flash Gordon movie, or... Uh, I do Flash. Flash Gordon's fun. Yeah. It's, it's Sorry. not a great Di- movie. Danger Diabolic. Mar- Mario Bava would be nice. Pick something Italian. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. Oh, something, yeah, Italian's something like un- great movies. incomprehensible in Italian and nonsensical. That would be fun to do. Mamma mia, the pictures, you move. Mamma mia, the she's oh, coming right everybody's dialogue. All right, uh, do you yeah, want to thank our patrons? Yeah, so uh, I'm just going to go by uh, newcomers on the Patreon tab. So thank you to Canticling, Andy, AS, John, World's Straightest JoJo Enjoyer, No Name, PDW42, Sequarts. Yeah, we got Dirk- No Name the Rapper. <laughs> uh, Dirk Strangler, The Licorice Kid, The Duke, and Tavio. Uh, thank you all. We're going to use you. your money you very so wisely. And, uh, um, that, that, and, that, and that helped me pay to get the Roxy, our kitten, fixed. So Yay! We love Roxy. Oh, man, I have to do that, too. Oh, you got to get Epic Lloyd fixed. And Nice Peter. <laughs> i was thinking i was like in the bathroom the other Wait, day ni- and it nice just crossed peter my mind it was like <laughs> nice peter or nice pete nice peter oh okay so it's not an Aquid reference no it's a it's a reference to the epic rap battle of history host <laughs> yeah no oh, i was just yeah. i was just in the bathroom yesterday and it just randomly crossed my mind that you named your cat epic lloyd and i just like was, was laughing I, I thought myself. Epic Lloyd is like one of those guys that uh, Drill makes up, like Digimon Otis. <laughs> oh, no, no. That, I didn't know good, the Epic Rap Battles of History guys had names. Wait, I actually got to watch one be, of those to understand how cold they suck. I don't like them. <laughs> They're great. Watch the Thanos versus Oppenheimer one. 
Oh, God. We'll have to have uh, Miguel clip in a little bit of Thanos versus Oppenheimer. No, no, we don't need to do that. We, um, we, need, we need to be careful with copyrighted content. Okay, yeah, that's true. Gonna, okay, yeah, Miguel, don't do that. Because, especially because I'm going to be uh, trying to abuse copyright in my uh, in, in the meanwhile on Marvelous series. Yeah. Oh, yeah, coming soon. soon. Coming soon. Uh, uh, talk talk a little bit about that. The, uh fuck um we're gonna be talking about the legal history of captain marvel as well as just the general comics history of the character going through the entire 10-year faucet run yeah because there's a whole like there's two different captain marvels and one of them became shazam because marvel the company managed to get the naming right they did they did yeah a very strange story that was a very that was some stand bullshit. That brings us to our conclusion. Thank you again, everybody, for listening. Uh, Patreon.com backslash marvelous death. Uh, and and there's one 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 more very important thing I, I want us to leave off with. Uh, someone very, very important to me died this week. And I'm talking oh, yeah. about Mr. Paul Rubens, the man behind Pee Wee Herman. Um just I'm I'm Still haven't quite reached the point of like acceptance. It it, it hurts really bad. Uh, a lot of people have died this year, and this is by far the worst for me. But um, yeah, I'm just trying to picture him up in in heaven, hanging out with like Phil Hartman, and jerking shit. off, Jer- jerking off in that theater, which was not wrong to do. No, all, no, but, it's what the hell. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, shout out to to Paul Rubens in the afterlife. The, uh, you, one one of the only two things that was actually like funny or good about the original Christy Swanson Buffy movie. Uh, thanks for the laughs. Gonna miss you, dog. Thanks for the memory. Thanks for the memory. Bye, everybody. We'll see Goodbye. you again soon. Bye. I think that I probably offer people some sort of escape, you know. Back to childhood, maybe. You don't ever plan to grow up, do you? No, are you kidding? (laughs) Spoil all this fun? No, no way, Jose. (laughs) Kanye West, he likes big things in his ass. Kanye West, he likes good things in his ass. One of the, um things that people need to know is that obviously uh, the character of Pee-wee was mind-numbingly funny and surreal and hilarious and original. He was so funny as, as Pee-wee, but Paul, when he was just Paul Rubens, he was so quick, so razor sharp, uh, such a delightful person, a very sensitive guy. He would always be sending over on anyone's birthday. If he knew them even slightly, he would... F- fill their inbox that day with all these like silly cartoons and memes about birthday old Disney cartoons, cats falling into birthday cakes, and he would do it all day long. And uh, it wasn't just me. It was just anybody that he encountered. (laughs) He would do this for. We all just want to feel seen or recognized. And for someone like Paul to do that for so many people is just a gorgeous kind of statement that's a gorgeous statement of who he was shout out to jim hi jim shout out to jim hi jim